Useful idiots, past, present and future. This and a lot more on this episode of Rend the Heavens, Larkham Down Podcasts. Well, welcome to this next episode of Rend the Heavens, Larkham Down Podcasts. Well, useful idiots. I'm sure many of you are wondering why have I called this episode Useful Idiots. Well, I'll give the answer to that um, in a few minutes, um, why I have used that title. It was a title used by somebody famous in the past, and I believe it's applicable, uh, applicable, I should say, for what is going on even today. Now, some time ago, a few weeks ago, I did a podcast called COVID-19 and the Silent Church. And uh, to be honest with you, I could call this podcast COVID-19 and the Silent Church Part 2. And then it will be part three and part four and part five because with all that's going on, I'm going to look at some of that detail that's going on today. The church is still silent, mostly in the Western world and certainly in Ireland where there really are no church leaders or Christians publicly standing up against what is tyranny, control, um, lies and death going on. And um, we need to have a Christian perspective of these things and get to the other side of things. So like last time, I gave some facts and of course the tax, facts are changing every day or I should say things are changing every day. <clears throat> facts never really change, you're just not hearing a lot of the facts as well. But I think the church needs to have its eyes opened um, to see the situation uh, with that we are in. So I'm just going to go through some details about um, what's going on um, around the world as it were, including Ireland, so that you will get the truth, which is not... Um, happening in our mainstream media and the church again is not talking about these things publicly at least. So let's start off in New York City in um, America. A few days ago the uh, mayor of um, New York, um, uh, de Blasio, um, he came out with a mandate or a decree um, that all private businesses are to be vaccinated without a choice. Um, he called this a preemptive emptive strike um, and the first time this has ever been done in history where uh, <clears throat> taking a medicine or a vaccine is compulsory so you see the heat is on there in New York and this is going to affect I can't remember the figure but minimum is, is either 80,000 businesses or 800,000 um, New York's a big city so we'll go for 80,000 at least but it may be up to even more than that if you don't take the vaccine um, you're going to be fined you're going to be sacked all that kind of stuff um, so that's the first time that's happened um, in New York uh, City itself um, as we're starting to see a lot of places around the world enforcing vaccines. Um, also in America, um, there is an association called the American Heart Association and they've been censored by Twitter. And why, were, why did Twitter censor the American Heart uh, Association? Because they published a study that proves that proves the serious heart risks associated with this COVID nineteen vaccine. That from it goes from eleven percent to twenty five percent of people having a serious heart problem if you take the COVID nineteen vaccine, and uh, that's that's quite serious. But they're censored. Um, I think they even called it um, harmful information, and this is what's going on a lot. So when you hear about follow the science and listen to the experts, you remember um, the media are only allowing certain experts for you to hear, not all of them. There are experts, there are doctors um, in, in all countries, including Ireland, like Dolores Cahill, who's a professor, 
who say, do not take these vaccines. These are going to kill millions of people and make millions of people very sick. I talked about this before, but they're being censored. And you're hearing this all the time. People are being censored, including qualified doctors. Um, then let's go to Austria. And of course, a lot of these may know this news, um, but they have come out with a universal um, vaccine mandate that all Austrians must take by February of 2022 or else you will be fined. And of course, uh, during the day, there was huge uh, thousands of protests, people protesting about this in Austria. But it won't make any difference because it's just, they're, they're peaceful protests. The government, no, they can't do anything about it. Um, they're still going to have these mandates, okay? And they've also come out with a, they also had a lockdown recently. Um, first of all, they had a lockdown for the unvaccinated. And then they decided to have a lockdown for everybody, including the vaccinated. And now they've uh, stopped the lockdown for the vaccinated, but kept it for the unvaccinated. And the governor, the, the prime minister ever said, if you want to get out of this, you need to be vaccinated. You know, this is um, coercion. This is uh, threats. It's incredible. Germany is considering doing the same we have done already. They're going to bring out mandatory vaccines too. Because what's happening in these two countries, particularly Austria, they have a very low uptake of people taking the vaccine. The lowest probably in the world or certainly in Europe. And Germany is not far behind Austria. And so Germany are going to bring a mandate for everybody to be vaccinated in the country, okay? Uh, Greece, <clears throat> something similar. Um, they are going to give out fines for un anybody over 60 years of age that is not vaccinated, over 60 years of age. And of course, that will affect the rest of the age group as well. Um, let me see here. I want to see if there's other countries before I talk about Ireland here, because I know I do have some, uh, some details. Um, that I want to talk about from, from the other countries and of course talk about this new Omicron uh, variant as well. Um, in Australia, um, in the Northern Territory, um, the Chief Minister there is called Michael uh, Gunner and you'll only get this information on BitChute, that's B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E. Uh, people, videos that are on BitChute are people who've been banned from um, YouTube and um, other social media, uh, even though they're qualified doctors. But anyway, <clears throat> um, this chief minister came out with a mandate um, in the Northern Territory and um, also they come out with a, a COVID um, um, quarantine camp. And those, um, let me talk about the mandate first. The a report asked about these mandates. Um, what do you think about these uh, people, even people who are vaccinated or against these mandates and he's and he said if you're against the mandate you're an anti-vaxxer i don't care if you're vaccinated or not and he said it with such an angry and contorted face you have to see the videos on bitshoot uh chief minister uh, michael gunner from the northern territory of australia so they have covid19 camps there and um basically people who've had covid are are not vaccinated or to go there if you're a close contact of somebody who's had covid but you're not showing any symptoms you have to go there in the northern territory and there's a story of two teenagers actually escaped from this camp can you believe that they escaped they had no symptoms they weren't sick they wanted to get out they did get out but they got caught by the police and were sent back in again i mean this sounds so like world war ii in nazi germany doesn't it it's absolutely incredible but again you've got to see that video on bitchute chief minister michael gunner Northern Terry, Australia, what's, what's the anger and, and the evil in his face? I mean, these people, when they have power, you know, the evil that's going to happen, it's just absolutely incredible. Um, then in England, um, there's a, a video uh, I was sent um, by one of my listeners, 
and um, this a funeral guy in England. Um, he works for a funeral home, and he's been he, he put up a six minute video, and he has seen um, huge increase of blood clot. Uh, related deaths and heart attack related deaths a huge increase uh, of people who uh, who have died are involved um, obviously end up in the funeral home because they're dead a huge increase he said and he talked to his boss about it the boss didn't want to hear it and anything about it and then his video has been taken down by wherever social media he had that on was it Facebook or something like that I don't know you've got to understand folks that there's a huge censorship going on against truths whether it's biblical truth or just secular truth or medical uh, truth, truth has become illegal. They call it misinformation. They call it hate speech and, and all that kind of stuff, you know. And it's happening um, It's happening in every country, okay. Um, and you've got to realise this, especially as a Christian, you cannot trust the media. And yet I believe Christians are trusting the media because they're afraid. You can tell they're all rushed out to get the vaccines, didn't they? And wearing the masks in church and all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, and all this kind of stuff is happening. Um, now let's go um, talk about um, um, in the situation in Ireland a bit um, because <laughs> we're certainly not immune from a lot of stuff that's going on either. Um, let me see here. Um, Varadka, Leah Varadka, the Tonishta, was on CNN a couple of weeks ago and um, he said that the unvaccinated people are causing the problems. Now you realise that 95% of the population has been what they call fully vaccinated, and they're blaming the un- the five percent on the huge um, increase of infections of COVID nineteen infections. Isn't that incredible? Blaming the unvaccinated, and this is the kind of rhetoric that's coming um, from the media. You know, right now, folks, uh, because I'm not vaccinated, I can't go to see my mother in the nursing home anymore. A couple of weeks ago, I went to see her the day before the the rule the nursing home was brought in the rule that only vaccinated people are allowed in with a COVID cert. Can't go to the gym, can't go to hotels, can't go to restaurants, can't go to hairdressers, can't go abroad without a COVID cert. Already you cannot buy, um, right now you can sell, but you can't buy. What in the, in, when the Antichrist comes, you won't be able to buy or sell when you take his image. But right now you can't buy, you can't travel, which is absolutely amazing. Um, and I've got more facts here about Ireland as well, if you just give me a minute here, because I just have loads of notes um i'm not a current affair uh, person here but just when you listen to the news particularly rte um uh, due today uh, published um that four out of five people want mandatory vaccines for everybody this is what they're saying now i don't know if you can trust them if this is really true but it wouldn't be surprised me because of the propaganda out there um and they said that uh, most of the young people young generation uh, in Ireland, do not want to go back. Do not return. Do want to re- do not want to return to pre-pandemic life. Why? What was wrong with pre-pandemic life? When you had freedom, when you could go to places without lockdowns and restrictions and mask wearing and forced vaccines and and all that kind of stuff going on, are you serious? And he also said uh, a, bit, a, bit, a bit off the topic, but um, the same uh, same day that 90, 97% of Irish people are worried um, about climate change and they, they think something more urgent needs to be done. You realise that climate change being, is where people are being blamed on this and because we're being blamed on it, they already have there's fuel shortages around the world and, um, and um, a huge increase of uh, fuel prices and this is going to keep happening. And, um, <clears throat> you know, they're, they're going to, it's going to be more and more control where... Um, like what somebody said that you, the future's coming where you'll own nothing and be happy 
um, because we need to tackle climate change. The arrogance of man that he thinks he can actually control the climate of the world, you know, and have people so worried, you know. And the Pat Kenny show, uh, Pat Kenny used to be a fair presenter, particularly when he worked for 40 years ago, but he has become very arrogant, um, um, selfish person and very biased. Um, he basically said that Ireland has a, a pandemic with the unvaccinated. 5% of the population is not vaccinated. He calls it that the, the, the cases uh, we have in our country is because you're unvaccinated. Um, and, and then, of course, recently they brought in, uh, you know, the uh, health people said it's okay to vaccinate children from 5 to 11 years of age. And so Pat Kenny read out one particular text um, who said that parents who don't want their kids um, vaccinated are idiots. Are idiots. Now, remember, I said this podcast called Useful Idiots. Well, we'll come to that in a minute here, but that's what he called it. This is the kind of language he used. Now, Pat Kenny did not correct him, didn't uh, say that was wrong, that was too harsh. He basically agreed with him that these parents are just armchair parents who don't know what they're doing. They should vaccinate their children. Well, do our kids need to be vaccinated? Um, because um, on News Talk, another a different show on News Talk, they had a doctor on, and he said that only one in three thousand children, one out of three, every three thousand children between the ages of five to eleven, get sick from COVID. That means one in every ten. That means one in every three thousand, or th- one, only three kids out of every ten thousand will get sick from COVID, or thirty out of one hundred thousand kids will get sick from COVID. Or to go up to the top figure, only 300 kids will get sick from COVID out of 1 million children. Folks, that's a percentage of 0.03% of kids getting sick from COVID. Now, not dying from COVID, just getting sick. Uh, The percentage of kids getting sick from COVID in our country between the ages 5 to 11 is 0.03%. And you want all the kids vaccinated. For that low figure... But this is the stuff that's going on here, you know, their propaganda with the kids, the long-term COVID, they need to get vaccinated, they need to get vaccinated. Not for that kind of figure, no, they do not need to get vaccinated. But that's what they're saying. Remember, folks, that 99%, you have a 99% of not dying from the COVID. Right now, <clears throat> the percentage of people who have died from COVID, and I don't even believe this figure, by the way, but let's go by their figures, which is 5,000, some, over 5,000 something. Um, the percentage of people who have died from COVID over two years, right? And normally... When it came to the flu uh, virus, they would give you the figure for every year, but they just keep adding numbers since this whole thing started. But even so, even going by those figures, the percentage of people who die from COVID in our country is 0.3%. Right? So the children who get sick from COVID is 0.03%, which is just nothing. And the amount of people who die from COVID from all age groups over two years in Ireland is 0.3%. Folks, that is not a pandemic. Okay, just by those figures alone. And you've got to remember, like I said before, if you have cancer or diabetes or heart problems and you, or, and you die, but you have COVID, they'll say that you die from a COVID-related incidence. And that's, they'll chalk up another number for the death from COVID. That is dishonest. Okay, now, I meant before, I had a friend who, who was diagnosed with cancer a couple of years ago and he didn't have long to live. Uh, a few months, and then he ended up getting a chest infection. And because his immune system was so uh, weak, become the cancer, he died quicker. But he died from cancer, not from a chest infection. And of course, they would have put that down, he died from cancer. But today, if you have cancer and then you get COVID, they'll say you died from COVID or a COVID-related incident. That is not true. Okay, my friend would not be dead, I presume today, if he 
had uh, just had a chest infection. Most of us get chest infections, we get antibiotics, we recover, and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, but they, he, he, he had cancer, and the chest infection um, just finished him off much quicker. That's what happens with COVID or the flu. People who have a weak immune system, particularly the older people, um, they get very sick from it and they may, they may die from it. But even that figure is very low, okay? And the lower the age group you go, um, the less chance you have of dying. As I say, for children ages 5 to 11, it's nearly 100% that they will not die from COVID. They do not need to take the vaccine. But this is the kind of stuff you're not really hearing um, on the news because the news is very, very biased. Um, I'm sure you must know that um, by now. Um, let me see any other figures here. Um, what they'll say is, of course, that um, if you take the... Well, let me move aside. Let me go back to... Let me talk about um, sports people. You know, a lot of sports people have actually died from um, after taking the vaccine, although they, they won't tell you that in the media. Many people might remember a, a boxer called uh, Marvin Hagler, Marvel's, Marvin, Marvelous Hagler. Um, he died not too long after taking the, the vaccine. Um, it was the last year, a couple of months ago, I can't remember. And then a baseball player called Hank Williams in America, same thing. He died after taking um, the COVID vaccine. Um, some Kenyan runner, I can't remember the name, also died from after taking the COVID uh, vaccine. Um, there's a woman rugby player Scottish from Scotland who died recently at the age of 26. Unknown mysterious death. This woman top health in her health, I should say, and dies, but she took the COVID vaccine. Uh, Christian Eriksen um, collapsed from a heart attack during the Euro Championships back in June for Denmark. He hasn't been able to play ever since he took the vaccine. Uh, recently, um, a famous player called Sergio Aguero, who plays for Barcelona, he collapsed um, in, a, in a match with chest problems. Um, and another player that plays for Sheriff, I think the, the uh, team, I don't know where they're from exactly. They were playing, I think, Real Madrid a few weeks ago. A player collapsed during the game with chest problems as well. Again, fully vaccinated. Um, and then I was watching a match with my son, a Chelsea match, and they had to stop the match because someone, um, some, someone had a problem in the crowd, the spectators, and it turned out the person had a heart attack. And then the match came back on again after like a 20 minutes a stoppage to sort that out. The match started again. And then they told us that another match had to be stopped, a Leicester City match, uh, for the same thing. A, a, a fan, in this, in the, uh, one of the spectators, had a heart attack. These people are fully vaccinated people. I challenge you to do a search on Google. Just type in the word died suddenly and read some of the stories. Now, we can't prove, of course, like the opposition would say, that these people die from the vaccines. But a lot of times they died mysteriously and suddenly and they're very young and they can't give a reason why. Um, I think a lot of people are dying from the vaccine. I know um, a Christian woman who in her early 80s, um, she took double vaccinated and she ended up getting asthma. The doctor tried to deny that, saying there's any connection with the vaccine, but she told the doctor, you write down on the paper, on your files, I did not have asthma before this vaccine. This vaccine caused me to get asthma. Now she was all for the vaccine as far as I know, but she has asthma for the first time in her 80s because she took the vaccine. My wife knows about some mother, some a woman that she talks to at the school from my younger son. She ended up getting asthma after taking the vaccine as well. The CDC, which is the Center of Disease, the Center of Disease Control in America, they have a, a site called the VERS website. They've had it for many years, I think since the 1990s. Uh, the VERS website, it's spelled V-A-E-R-S. -V 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 -E 
and this website was set up for people to log complaints or log details of um, adverse effects to vaccines or any kind of medicine or even deaths. And in the CDC website, they have record over, there's record over 20,000 deaths from the vaccine in America alone and nearly a million adverse effects, very serious effects. The same with the EMA, which is the European Medical um, Agency for Europe. They have similar figures. Um, uh, 20,000 deaths um, from the vaccine has been recorded and uh, one to two million, maybe two million adverse serious effects from taking the vaccine as well. With my, uh, myocarditis, which is inflammation of the heart, pyocarditis, um, asthma, all kind of uh, clot problems. Um, and what these two sites will say is there's no connection or evidence that the vaccines cause this. Now, I mentioned years ago, I think it was in the 1970s, they came out with the swine flu vaccine and they stopped it, they took it off the market. Do you know why? Because they recorded 25 deaths from uh, people who took the vaccine, only 25, and they pulled it off the market, the swine flu vaccine. We have, between Europe and America, 40,000 recorded deaths and they will not stop the vaccines and are denying that these deaths have any connection with the vaccines. Now, this again, these websites have been up for years and years and people would log um, onto, these, onto this website purposely for, to be open-ended, um, um, to be honest, for, um, <clears throat> to help people. And um, it was accepted before, but they're not accepting them anymore. And, um, and with, particularly with the CDC, they say that only 1% of people actually report um, deaths or side effects from any medicines or vaccines. And yet the figures that are logged are 20,000 deaths in America alone. So between, again, Europe and America, there's over 40,000 deaths from the vaccines. That's not including other continents like Australia and um, Asia, right? They're not including them. Um, this is horrific stuff, but they're in denial that there's um, any connection with the vaccines. This is what they keep saying. Now, also, um, my wife's um, two sisters were fully vaccinated people and they ended up getting very sick from COVID. This is by their own confession. Got very sick from COVID after being fully vaccinated. And what happened, by the way, is one of the sisters, she went and got tested and she, was, she, she came back positive uh, uh, the first time she went to get tested, but she felt nothing. But she had to stay at home because she was tested positive. Took had to keep her kids out of school, uh, do homeschooling at home. But then she got felt sick after a couple of weeks, so she went and got uh, uh, tested again for for the COVID, and it was positive again. So she said to the people, "What happened a couple of weeks ago? I was tested positive, and I felt nothing, and now I've been tested positive again." And they said, "Well, it was probably a false positive that you got a couple of weeks ago." And I will tell you that there has been thousands upon thousands of false positives, I would say, and probably false negatives, because the PCR testing is not accurate, as they say it is. And the inventor of the PCR testing has said, whoever he is, I can't remember, that the PCR testing was not designed for detecting COVID. Uh, I mentioned this before again. The PCR testing, when it tests somebody, it can tell the difference, I believe, from, from experts that it can tell between the flu vaccine, or flu virus, sorry, and the COVID-19 virus. Can't also tell the difference between a live virus or a dead virus that's inside you. Um, your body's fighting against uh, viruses and bacteria all the time, and there'll be antibodies in your body because they're produced by your natural immune system. But you can't tell the difference. So a lot of people have been saying they're positive when they're not or they may even have the flu. Do you know the flu has been around for the last two years, really? 
nobody's getting the flu it seems nobody's dying from the flu do you know that in a bad flu season over one, up to 1000 people in ireland die from the flu again usually older people who have um comorbidities other type of sicknesses like you know heart problems uh, obesity uh, diabetic that kind of thing but you never, never hear about people getting the flu anymore and even so when even back before all this whole thing started two years ago uh, we didn't have lockdowns and mask wearing and restrictions for the flu, did we? Do you know over 350,000 people die from the flu every year around the world? Um, that's the, so that means the last two years, over 700,000 have, would have died from the flu, but you won't hear that on the news. Now let's talk about this new Omicron uh, um, virus, a variant of the virus as it were, first detected in South Africa. Did you know that the first cases of this so-called Omicron variant of COVID-19 virus were fully vaccinated people? That's the first cases were fully vaccinated people. It's true. Um, and in Israel, the first two cases of people getting the Omicron virus were fully vaccinated. In fact, there were two doctors. Uh, one doctor went to a conference in England full of fully vaccinated doctors and he came back to Israel um, with the Omicron virus. In fact, he had received three doses. What we called it now is called the big push is called the booster dose. And in fact, Israel is talking about doing a fourth dose because it's not working. And they've actually said only recently that the booster vaccine, which is just a third dose of this COVID nineteen vaccine, only has a seventy to seventy five percent seventy to seventy five percent efficacy rate. That's even lower than ninety five percent, ninety eight percent they said for the first two. You know, um, these vaccines um, really do not work. Um, now, going back to South Africa, um, they said that the cases uh, so far are mild and there has been no deaths, but the media are blowing us up. This is terrible, this is terrible, this is fearful. Fear, fear, fear. Again, more restrictions, more control. We need to get everybody vaccinated, we need to get the third vaccine, we need to get the fourth vaccine to stop this. This is what it's about. But you know, um, before this Omicron was detected in South Africa, um, South Africa had refused to take any more Pfizer vaccines from Pfizer, BioNTech. And lo and behold, 48 hours later, after refusing to take any more Pfizer vaccines, the first Omicron variant is detected in South Africa. And then overnight, an international flight restrictions from, all, from most, a lot of countries against South Africa. You wonder, is that because they refuse to take any more Pfizer um, uh, vaccines? Do you know that Pfizer... BioNTech and Moderna, who produce these vaccines, do you know how much profit they're making every second? 1,000 euro. That is non-exaggeration. 1,000 euro. Now, I just, to, just to make sure, it's either a profit or a turnover, but I think it's profit. It's huge. Billions of profit. Billions of dollars or euro, whatever, whatever you want to call it. This is big money. But so far, the Omicron uh, variant has been mild. There has been no deaths. And yet they want us all to be worried, worried, worried. Truly, we're in um, what the Bible calls um, perilous times. But just to give you some more information about the restrictions and what's going on in the world there, um, there's a, a Christian organisation um, in Australia called the Australian Christian Lobby. And what's happened then recently was is that uh, venues who they had booked with have, have cancelled their meetings or and venues who they're trying to book with are, will refuse to take their meetings because the Australian Christian lobby talk about uh, biblical uh, views of things, including marriage, homosexuality, abortion, 
um, the LGBT, all that kind of stuff. And basically, because of their views, the venues won't let them um, um, book at their place. Also, in um, Finland, there has a pastor is um, facing, um, he's in court, he's been arrested, I think. Um, he brought a book in 2014 with the biblical view of marriage. He has been brought to court, not just by the Finnish government, but by the EU, okay, itself. And he's accused of hate speech. He's been accused of hate speech. Um, and he basically quotes from the Bible. So what's happened is the Bible is becoming more and more outlawed. But praise God for people like this who speak out against it. So um, this is what we're having, having more and more restrictions going on around the world, you know. Now, let's talk about the vaccinated people. It's clear that the vaccinated people are afraid of the unvaccinated people. How stupid can you get? I mean, I, I, that is just absolutely stupid. Why would the vaccinated people be afraid of the unvaccinated? Well, the media, of course, are doing a lot of this. And, um, you know, you'll hear vaccinated people on the radio saying, um, this restaurant is not checking for COVID service. I don't feel safe in there, so I'm not going in. You don't feel safe in there even though you're vaccinated? Because they feel, because they, they're afraid that unvaccinated people will be in there and they feel they'll be in danger. So why would I, as an unvaccinated person, want to get vaccinated if the vaccinated people are afraid of what I am already? You know, absolutely incredible. Um, the vaccinated people are still wearing masks, are still facing restrictions. Why? And of course, you're vaccinated, the vaccinated people and the media are doing this particularly, I've mentioned about Pat Kenyon, News Talk and RG, the vaccinated people are rapidly turning against the unvaccinated people because they need someone to blame. You see, you see, we were told at the beginning of these vaccines that these vaccines have a 95%, 98, 100% efficacy rate. And if you take this vaccine, you won't get COVID, okay? Now, the definition of a vaccine has actually changed. They've actually changed it because these vaccines are not working. That's why they've changed it, right? The definition of a vaccine used to be that a vaccine prevents one from contracting a disease or spreading it to others. That's what it used to mean. That's why a lot of times we got vaccinated as children, as babies, right? So you won't get polio, you won't get rabies, right? And for the most part, it does seem to work. Although there is a lot of evidence that most of the vaccines that we take do have side effects. My wife took some vaccine a couple of years ago and she is convinced that she's had a hoop and cough ever since. And that she, we almost lost our younger son, Neil, um, um, had to have a marriage caesarean um, when he was being born. And she thinks the vaccine had an effect on her. And I do believe there's a lot of evidence that vaccines have serious side effects and may even cause cancer and even a, a, a huge the increase that we have in autistic kids. Um, but anyway, it seems like some of the vaccines have worked. They've prevented polio and the likes of rabies, okay? But imagine these polio vaccines, uh, people taking them, or the rabies one, and yet you still got rabies and you still got polio. We'll say, well, the vaccine doesn't work. So here people are taking the COVID-19 vaccine, and, well, people are still getting COVID. Now, at the start, they said you won't get COVID. That has turned out to be a lie. It's not true. People who are vaccinated do get COVID. They said, well, then they changed, well, okay, you might get COVID, but you won't get very sick from um, from COVID-19 if you take the vaccine. Well, I just told you my two, uh, my two sister-in-laws, my wife's two sisters, recently got very sick from COVID-19 and they were fully vaccinated. And this story is by the thousands like this. So then they said, okay, yeah, we only might get very sick, and, um, but you won't end up, end up in the ICU. Um, well, if you actually look at some of the news reports over the last few weeks, 
50% of the people in ICU are vaccinated people. Now, the media and uh, governments like Veralka have said 50% of the people in the ICU are unvaccinated. This is where they want you to think about. Well, okay, if 50% of unvaccinated people uh, are in the ICU, then that means 50% are vaccinated because, you know, 50% take away from 100% leaves 50%. But they want you to focus on the unvaccinated. It's their fault. But why is 50% of vaccinated people in the ICU? Because the vaccines don't work. And then they said, okay, so people will get sick from COVID-19 with the vaccine and people will be in the ICU, but they won't die. That is also a lie. Many people have died from COVID-19 or from the COVID-19 vaccine. I mentioned again in that COVID-19 Silent Church podcast a few weeks ago uh, that Colin Powell, he used to be Secretary of State for uh, George W. Bush uh, near the time around 9-11 happened. Um, He was fully vaccinated in his 80s and he died from COVID. So all these things they've said are not true. This is not a proper vaccine, okay? They're lies. It's, it's not true at all. But they keep pushing it. You must take the vaccine. You must take the vaccine. You must take the vaccine. Well, we need to have some spiritual insight to what's going on, I believe. And um, I want us to go to Psalm chapter 1. Or sorry, Psalm chapter 2. I'm just going to read, read this, uh, break this down a little bit um, to tie things up a bit. So at the start, and the podcast is called um, Useful Idiots. That was a term that was actually coined by Vladimir Lenin back in 1917 when they had the October Revolution, the communists, and they took over Russia and Russia and many other countries. They, you know, well, Russia particularly became the USSR and communism lasted in Russia until basically 1989, 1991. And then, of course, after World War II, Russia took over many other countries, including uh, the likes of Poland and old Yugoslavia and um other places like that, and Ukraine, and um, but Lenin basically he came up with the term "useful idiots." Now, who was he calling a useful idiot? Well, you'd probably be thinking, well, he obviously called the enemy, the opposition, useful idiots. Actually, he didn't. He called his followers useful idiots. That's true. The people who were all into communism, and and uh, going into doctors surgery and taking out the doctors and taking away their license and the scientists and making them road sweepers overnight and taking away their, their money and their businesses so the communists would take over. He called these people who were into communism, his followers, useful idiots because he had them fooled. He had them fooled. And this is what's going on with the world and it's going on in the church as well. Do you want to be a useful idiot as a Christian? No, well, I certainly don't, you know. Well, what does the Bible have to say about this? But let's look at Psalm 2 here. It says, why do the heathen rage? And the people imagine a vain thing. Who's he talking about? Verse 2. The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed saying. So here the, the, the world leaders back then had a plan. They, were, you know, they have their plans, their ideas, right? And they, take, they, 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 they take counsel, advice together against the Lord and against his anointed, against, his, against the Lord and against his people. And this is what's going on today. Is notice how all the world leaders are saying the same thing about this COVID-19. All the world leaders are saying the same thing about the LGBT, about the homosexuality, about abortion, about suicide, euthanasia, all right? about hate speech. They're all saying the same thing, aren't they? Never has the world been so globally united than the age that we're living in. And particularly in the last two years, it's really accelerated. 
Um, and this has been this is what was going on back at this time when Psalm 2 was written. And uh, these leaders are taking count together because they have their plans, don't they? Right? And they have their plans. And this is what they're saying in verse 3. Let us break their bands asunder and cast away the cords from us. Right? So these leaders don't want you to listen to the Bible. Don't want you to listen to the truth. They want you to, want you to listen to them. Don't listen to the church. Don't listen to God's word. Listen to them. And let's break off their rules. It's hate speech. It's misinformation. It's conspiracy. And folks, you need to remember this thing about calling people like me conspiracists, right? When a regime is taken over, like Nazi did, when Nazi was taking over Germany or the communists were taking over Russia, they always accuse their enemies of what they were guilty of themselves. And this is exactly what's going on today. So people like me are spreading misinformation, false information. You are guilty of hate speech. But they're, they're talking about this to qualified doctors as well today who are saying these vaccines are dangerous, they can't be trusted, that this is not a pandemic, this is exaggeration, this is about fear. The ma- mask wearing does not work. And, and uh, obviously it doesn't work because here we are two years later, after 15 days to flatten the curve, 600 days, and we have not flattened the curve, even with mask wearing. Now, did you know, by the way, that uh, Anthony Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the chief medical advisor to Joe Biden, said on 60 minute talk show back in, I think was it was June or July of 2020, you do not wear a mask in the pandemic. Doctors may, may need to wear them, but it will do nothing, it won't stop it. And he's absolutely right. Masks do not stop virus from getting in. If you can breathe wearing a mask, you can breathe in a virus because virus are even smaller than oxygen molecules. They do not work. So you don't need to wear a mask, but it's mandatory. You notice how the government praised the people for all their efforts and wearing the mask and keeping themselves restricted and you know all that kind of stuff. Let me tell you, if there wasn't a mandate to wear a mask in indoors or anywhere, 99% of people wouldn't wear them. And if there wasn't mandates to lock down businesses or restrict the amount of people you can have in business or vis- or in stadiums or any kind of venue, people wouldn't, they would have as many as they wanted because they want to make more money. You know, realize our economies are being destroyed because of these restrictions. You know, they're being destroyed. Lives are being destroyed because of these wicked, uh, deceived rulers, these useful idiots who are just falling into Satan's plan for the one world order that is coming. And it is coming, folks, more than ever before, because these mandates are mean that the government have control over your life. You know, I heard... Uh, just uh, t- this morning uh, on a podcast, um, a junior German minister speaking in the European Parliament. And I thought that she was going to say we need to take the vaccines, you know, being from Germany. And of course, they're coming up with this law to, that everybody in Germany must be vaccinated. But she actually stood up against what's going on very bravely and very uh, articulate and clear and passionate. And of course, you could tell the way she was talking that she was obviously reminiscent to uh, Nazi Germany um, not to, just one generation ago and she can feel the same thing is happening she said you know we've learned from the past not to trust governments by what they say or do or don't say or do and not to trust governments that are are coercing people to do something and she said I am not taking this vaccine no matter what even if you throw me to jail and, and throw away the key I'm not taking this experimental vaccine that we do not know the long term effects on and she's absolutely right remember vaccines normally take between 10 to 20 years to be fully approved because they want to see the long-term effects on some of the people they've tested on. 
the COVID-19 vaccine they say was created in about five to six months. They're now coming up with another vaccine already that will be made for the Omicron and this will um, be made in less than three months. Right? This is unprecedented before and they're forcing people to take this vaccine even though you have a 99% chance of not dying from this virus. Again, that is not a pandemic, you know. Um, but she stood up in this German woman and she said it so, so well. And she said, they say, you know, they're telling us to take these vaccines so you can have your freedom. And you know what she said? She said, I already have freedom. I don't need a government to give me freedom. I already have it. It's a God-given right, you know. And she's right. And you already have freedom before this whole thing started. But now you don't have freedom already. And if you don't take the vaccines, you've less and less and less freedom. And I'm going to make a prediction that it's just a matter of time, maybe weeks even, that it'll become mandatory for everybody to take the vaccine in Ireland. And if you don't, you'd, I'd lose my job, you'd be fined, and maybe even, and I'd also predict there'd be quarantine camps as well, just like Australia, because the, the media are not outraged by these quarantine camps, these forced vaccines, they're actually all for it. You, by the way, the media have a lot to answer for, and they will answer to God one day because they are the ones who are pushing all this fear and this misinformation. They are biased, they are controlling what information you hear, how you hear it, um, they are not allowing qualified doctors on who are against these vaccines, against these mandates, and, and politicians, you know, they're, they just won't even give them um, any time and air whatsoever. There is something going on. I believe the spirit of the Antichrist is rising. But praise God for that German woman who stood about that. I don't know if she's a believer or not, uh, but she's up against it, you know. Um, so the, these rulers are taking counsel together. And then verse 3 says, you know, they break their bounds. So they want to get rid of any Christian rules or laws. Let us break their bands asunder and cast away the course from us. But then look at God's reaction in verse 4. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. God is actually laughing at these peoples, um, these puny little man on the earth who only lives for about 70, 80 years and then he's gone. His life is but a vapour. Um, and he, they think they're, these leaders think they're in control, but they're not. God says he laughs at them. Basically, God is calling them useful idiots. But in this case, the, 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 ones who, the, the ones who they're useful idiots for is Satan. You know, he has them um, where he wants them. He's the God of this world who has blinded these people um, from hearing the truth. And they're, these leaders who are making these plans and these rules and these laws, they're useful idiots. Like Lenin said, they're just useful idiots. And the people are all into the vaccines, and these mandates and, and the media and the people out there. They're just useful idiots. You know, and it's interesting when you read stories about uh, communist countries like Romania and Russia, how many of these communist leaders who put these Christians into jail because they would not bow down to communism, they would end up in jail themselves because other communist leaders uh, vying for power got rid of them. And they'd end up in the same jail with the same torture, in the same system. So what happened here is these leaders who think they're in control and they're going to get more power and notoriety, and be pat on the back, they eventually they're going to become victims um, to the system because they're useful idiots. They're just doing exactly what they're supposed to do. I don't know where all this power is going, where it's coming from, but all the leaders are into this COVID-19 hysteria and it's getting worse and worse. And now with this Omicron, they're making more hysteria again and more, uh, less, less freedom. Um, but God says he laughs at these leaders. He shall have them in derision, you know. Uh, because, you know what, God's in control. That's what he's saying here, you know. Um, and then, verse 5, Then God shall speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Judgment is coming. 
okay is appointed man once to die and after that the judgment judgment is coming for all these people who are telling these lies who are pushing this agenda for control who want power themselves and um, that's costing people's lives who've taken the vaccine they've cost people's lives and um, from lockdowns people taking their lives from um uh, suicide because of depression and uh, people who are not seen to end up getting cancer because they weren't seen to because everything was COVID, COVID, COVID patients and um, people um heart problems weren't seen to because they just prioritize COVID, COVID, COVID. Um, they have they have not saved lives at all. People lives have been destroyed, and uh, business have been destroyed. But they're not going to get away. With God is going to judge them. There is a day of judgment coming. Um, and then let's read verse six. Yet have I, the psalmist says, have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. Whoever wrote Psalm 1 or Psalm 2 here is saying, basically like Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. God is my king. I am not bound down to anybody else, you know. So the question is, who will you have as your king? Who are, Do you have a king? Who are you bound down to? Black Lives Matter? Bound down to the homosexuals agenda? Bound down to the scam wrong of the media? You, you trust them, you believe them? You know, the Bible says the fear of man is a snare and we see that fear in society, but it's also in the church as well. But this person had decided, yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. He goes on to say, I would declare the decree, the Lord has said unto me, thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. So here in verse 7, this has a present application and a prophetic application. Um, whoever wrote this, um, the Lord had said that, you know, to the psalmist, you are my son, this day have I begotten thee. You know, and if you're a ch a Christian, uh, you are God's son. You know, He's begotten you. But this also was talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, we know that because this was quoted in the New Testament in the Gospels, right? That's true. But if you are a believer, you are a son of God. You know, make him your king of your life. Surrender your life to this king. Everything surrender, even if it costs you death. We need men like this. Okay. And then God gives a, a great promise of great victory from verses um, um, verses 8 to 9. And here's what God says. Here's the, here's the offer. Ask of me and I will give thee the heathen for thine inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. Now many missionaries have been felt called to be a missionary uh, based on this verse alone. You know, And we know some of the famous stories of men like Hudson Taylor, C.T. Studd and Eric Little and Arnarm Judson to name just a few who God has used um, and given great um, soul, many souls saved in foreign countries the heathen as their inheritance you know um, God promises great victory for those who will surrender their lives to him and he goes on to say talking about the opposition through the Christian the believer they shall break them with a rod of iron they shall dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel and of course you're not talking about here physical violence here right but what's happened today is the church is under oppression. The church is being doing what is told by the enemy. It's bound down to them. There's no doubt about that. The politically correct, the trendy, the worldly Christianity, um, the watered down preaching, the watered down gospel that saves nobody, convicts nobody. Uh, they're bound down. But when a man of God is revived and when he makes God as his king, um, the enemy will bow down to you and you will break them in pieces instead. And that's what this is talking about. And then, um, let me see here, we see God giving an ultimatum to the lost and to the rulers and these kings who have these plans. He says, be wise now therefore, O kings, 
sorry, be wise now therefore, O ye kings, be instructed, ye judges of the earth. Okay, so what does what's what's God saying to these kings and these rulers? Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. What this um was it the Westminster Catechism said this statement that the chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him. I love that statement. It's not in the Bible, it's those words, but it's the principle is definitely there. Basically, that's what God is saying here to these rulers. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. And he goes on to say, kiss the son, lest he be angry. Yes, you could say that's referring to Jesus Christ too. And ye perish from the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. See, judgment is coming. So, what God is saying here is, you bow down to me, the king of kings. Instead of bowing down to these wicked rulers and kings with all their plans and all what they're doing. You bow down to me before it's too late. You bow down to me, king, prime minister, president. You bow down to me before it's too late. You know, I see Joe Biden. The man is very sick. And he has been actually even before the elections were finished. And they kept him on the wraps for, so, for such a long time. I believe the election was stolen. It was rigged. I have no doubt about that. There's no way Joe Biden got a record number of votes as a president. Why would you want to vote for Why would a record number of people vote for him? He was nothing. He did barely any campaign because he wasn't well. I believe Joe Biden was put in place there because of the New World Order that America will be destroyed by what he is doing because the guy does not know what he's doing. It seems that he has at least early stages of dementia, similar to what my mother has. And I think he's been like that for quite a long time. I believe that election was stolen. The evidence is there, but the court refused to look at the evidence because they did not want Donald Trump in power anymore because he was against this new world order. Um, he's not a believer. He's a wicked man, certainly in the past. But I believe he was pro-Christian. He certainly was pro-life and about pro-freedom. And um, they had to get rid of him. And so they put Joe Biden in there. Um, the evidence is there. But anyway, what does that matter anymore? Um, Joe Biden is an old frail man. He needs to bow down to Jesus Christ before it's late. So does Lee Farrakha and his homosexual partner. So does Mar- Michal Martin. So does uh, Mary Lou MacDonald of Sinn Féin. You know, it's interesting the polls that Fianna Gael and Fianna Fáil are dropping in the opinion polls. And if there's an election today, Sinn Féin will be in power. So our, our, turn, our, our, um, our alternative uh, to uh, the mainstream parties is Sinn Féin. That's our version of Donald Trump or Nigel Farage or Brexit. It's not good. Sinn Féin are clearly a communist socialist type of party. Basically, all the parties are really the same. Um, right now, Sinn Féin is just a fake opposition. They're all the same. They're all into these restrictions and laws and emergency rules they're giving themselves. Nobody's against it. You know, There's no, really no difference. Um, we don't need uh, a great political ruler. We need men, um, men of God, particularly in, in government. And we, of course, we don't have that, do we? But I just think of Joe Biden and people like that, old and frail. And what does God say to these rulers, to people like him? He says, serve the Lord with fear, rejoice with trembling, kiss the son, lest he be angry. And ye perish from the way, when his wrath is kindled but a little. Judgment is coming, the day of his wrath is coming. The the Lord Jesus Christ, I believe, is coming in the rapture for the church. Something I'm going to have to talk about soon because I believe it's relevant. Because more and more churches are rejecting that view. I believe the church is going through. They believe the church is going through the tribulation. That is not biblical. That is not in the book of Revelation at all. But we know that the, the the times for the tribulation is certainly coming when the antichrist was coming because the antichrist spirit is already in the world. It's got stronger and stronger and stronger. I believe the tower of 
or the spirit of the Torah Babel is stronger when all man is coming together against the Lord and against his anointed. And what does God say? Kiss the son lest he be angry and he perish from the way. Today is the day of salvation, not tomorrow. Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for if thou knowest not what the day may bring forth. That is God's message. So to the lost, you need Jesus Christ. You need to bow down, repent of your sin and turn to Jesus Christ. Kiss the son lest he be angry. Same to all the rulers and leaders as well. To the church and to church leaders, you need to bow down to Jesus Christ. You need to stop being a coward. You just need to stop your silence, your political correctness, your trendiness. You need to repent of your worthiness, your compromise gospel, compromise Bible versions, comp- uh, worldly music and worldly everything and get right with God. We need a spiritual awakening. I'm telling you, I heard a preacher say recently that he has a really bad feeling that 2022 is going to be a very dark uh, time for the world and for the church. I absolutely agree with him. Not knowing exactly what it is, I just have that feeling it's going to get worse and worse. We need men of God raised up who will bow down and say, the Lord is my king, like the psalmist said. Well, I better leave it at that. I've gone over time as it is. I'm sorry about that. But I'm very burdened, of course. And um, don't be a useful idiot, whoever you are. Don't be a useful idiot for Satan um, and for the system. Um, only one kingdom is going to last forever, we're told. And Daniel, that will smash all the other kingdoms, is the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ is coming soon in the rapture to take away the church before he pours his wrath upon unbelievers in the seven-year tribulation. The Antichrist is coming. The spirit is getting stronger and stronger. The world is already bound down so they can have their freedom. Don't bow down to anybody except the Lord Jesus Christ. So thank you for listening. Do listen to my other podcast. Look back there. Um, if you click uh, follow in Spotify, um, you'll get notifications of new podcasts. And do share them with others as well. And if you have any comments or maybe God is speaking to you or doing work in your life when it comes to revival, uh, let me know by WhatsApp. I would love to hear. And some people have been talking to me and it's very encouraging and that's great. But my burden is for the church of God to rise in revival power and for God to raise up a man of God in this country, men of God in this country before it's too late. So again, thank you for listening. Uh, I'll talk to you next time. God bless.